14 minutes it is after 8 p.m. It's the Shop Stewart's Corner here on Metro FM Talk. And just to pick up on some of the things we were talking to Snesipo about, I mean, uh, that particular wage negotiation season in the public service, as I said, uh, ESCOM negotiations also set to happen. We are in negotiation season in the mining sector. We spoke to the NUM uh, last week. So a lot happening on that score, but uh, I guess the big elephant in the room certainly has to be uh, the issues around collective bargaining in the public sector. And uh, to uh, pick up on that particular theme in the context of many other debates, political and otherwise, I'm joined by the Labour Federation's, uh, uh, the Labour Federation Congress of South African Trade Unions, COSATU, uh, which had a special CEC, a special Central Executive Committee meeting, to discuss the perspective and approach of the Federation to the upcoming local government elections. Now, uh, many of you would know, as has become tradition, uh, that uh, Kosatu, after some deliberations with its members, uh, would ordinarily go out and support the African National Congress. And uh, they've certainly committed themselves to do that. But um, I guess if you read the statement they put out, uh, do so under conditions that are slightly different than what we've seen in the past. The General Secretary of Kosatu, Begin uh, Chalinjali, joins me now on the line. GS, good evening to you and welcome. Good evening and good evening to the listeners at home. Hope you are well. Mm. Yeah, no, well, um, we are well, GS, and uh, certainly hope you and uh, many of uh, your uh, comrades in the Federation are well as well. GS, I want us maybe to start here. I mean, over the weekend, a lot of the news bulletins were really talking up the fact that uh, Kosatu would be supporting the ANC at the upcoming local government elections. Now, I want us maybe to get to that at the tail end of our conversations, because there was a considerable amount in your statement uh, that spoke about a wide array of issues that uh, I guess many of us might have overlooked uh, over the weekend. Let's maybe start off uh, with uh, the perspective that came out of the uh, meeting insofar as the public sector wage negotiations, respect for collective bargaining, and in particular, I guess, the, the third leg uh, of the last agreement that was in place. What, what is the view of the Federation now, uh, informed as one would think by some of the public sector unions within it? The view in Kosato has not changed is that there was a legal uh, uh, agreement entered into by the ministers who were delegated to negotiate as ordinary happened all the years in the past. And that in our view, that uh, agreement was, uh, was legal, was implemented for two consecutive years, only on the last leg of that agreement. That's where government remake uh, on that particular agreement. As we know, the matter ended up in court and the court ruled uh, in favor of, uh, of, of government, not on the basis that the agreement was uh, illegal, but was that uh, the, it will be legal to implement, for government to implement that uh, lack because it did not have a mandate. So those are suppose in our view, an internal uh, arrangement between the negotiators and the people who give them the mandate. So mm. the trade union lost it and we resolved that we cannot allow it to go unchallenged because in the years to come, we're going to be negotiated with the minister again. And how will we know that at the next time they will have a mandate or not? And are we not running the risk again that uh, we may mm. enter into an agreement to be told later that the people negotiated with have no mandate. So we said we're going to follow mm. the, the court and follow the, the, the law to, to appeal as one element. 
The second element is that if then the, the court, the, the concord ruled that there was no agreement at all, it means the, the year we're talking about, it means we needed to go back and negotiate for that particular year because it means there was no agreement. It had been pronounced earlier. We could have gone to negotiations and find out what could be to, could, could be settled. On those basis, the trade union felt that uh, uh, government is attacking collective bargaining indirectly and setting a wrong precedent that the employers too, ordinary private sector employers, are saying if you are your 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 government, if the government can enter into an agreement but wake up one day, renege it, what stopped the private sector to do the same? And in our mm. wisdom. This is an attack of collective bargaining. So we said we're going to do both the going to the court, but we needed to mobilize because the trade union understand that uh, you may win some in the boardroom, but if you fail, you must also consider going to the street. That's what we're mobilizing. Sure, sure. Okay. GS, I want you to hold the line there for me for a second. Well, we take okay. a quick spot break, but when we come back, as we're ending this way, we'll certainly come back to what you see as an onslaught on the working class and, um, of course, the implications about what this is going to mean for your actions on the streets. Uh, you've also suggested that while many citizens might be casting their ballots in the upcoming local government elections, you might also be engaged in mass action, and we'll certainly find out after this break around what that uh, mass action might be uh, that uh, Kosato envisages might coincide with the upcoming local government elections. Stay tuned. Indeed, it is the Shop Stewards Corner here on Metro FM Talk, and I'm in conversation with uh, the General Secretary of uh, Labor Federation, Kosatu, Begin uh, Chalin Chali, uh, who's uh, speaking to us uh, this evening as part of our Shop Stewards Corner segment. Now, uh, General Secretary, I want us maybe to start off um, with what your statement suggests is an onslaught against the working class. Uh, not only in terms of the unemployment rate, which is sitting at 32%, but primarily your perspective on government's austerity program, the composition of public spending, uh, which you feel uh, disproportionately disadvantages uh, the working class, uh, workers and uh, working class communities as well. And of course, also, I guess, the unfolding uh, crisis and dramas that we see in many of our state-owned entities. What does COSATO and in particular, I guess, the Central Committee suggest is the political solution? to some of the challenges that are, are, are seen, which you suggest is the onslaught uh, against the working class. How do you respond to that? Look, we, we were having a, a discussion that uh, is preparing for our central committee later this year, because we thought in the CEC there are other issues that we needed to consider seriously. We needed to uh, understand and unpack the, 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 this uh, question as to why liberation movement, whose motto is to uh, benefit and improve the life of people, why mm. when people come to power, uh, after some few years, they tend to turn back against workers and the working class. To have a full understanding mm. and to determine whether it's that, that people are just neoliberal propagandists and or they are committed to do it, or whether there are external factors that needed to be addressed in dealing with those issues. We, we, we then felt that uh, we have been hoping 
though we were aware uh, of what happened in other countries. And when the government, I mean, the ANC came into power, four years later, we established what we call it in COSATU, the September Commission. We wanted to determine what kind of a trade union we want to be moving forward. Do we just become a bread and butter union or campus union and other colleagues? Or we needed to be also involved in politics one way or another. And we concluded mm. that we needed to be transformative trade unions because we knew that if we're going to sit back and wait and wait and hope for government to do things for us, it won't happen. So in our engagement, we're trying to find an answer in that thing in a very serious manner because hope after hope, we have seen that things are not moving to the direction of what workers are expecting. So we said we needed to engage. But in regard to the collective bargaining, we think there is some kind of uh, uh, wrong wisdom or an IMF directive saying we have given you to money, this is what you must do, or allowing the rating mm. agents to determine what kind of salaries the public sectors should get it. And we know we're starting with the public sector is going to go to the private sector. That's where we draw the line this time and says, look, we can't allow things to be moving in the manner it has. Workers, you are on your own. Stand up, fight and fight your government, particularly as an mm. employer, but also fight government in terms of the policies that are being adopted. Sure. So it's a big fight in the new kind of thinking that we said we need to take our members slowly with us so that we don't speak above their head. It's interesting, GS, because, I mean, I guess any struggle is, is, is one of victories and reversals. Um, there's always, you know, those contradictions in what is won and maybe what is also, I guess, seeded or lost. Um, and I was having a conversation with uh, the guest just before we spoke to you about some of the things that are, you know, taken for granted here in South Africa that aren't necessarily part of the... Uh, labor legislation in many parts of the world, be it the US, New Zealand, or wherever. Uh, so, so we still have a very progressive labor legislative framework, but there's also been, as you say in your statement, some progress on the implementation of policy that you feel is beneficial to the working class, be it the NHI Bill, National Minimum Wage Act, the LRA Amendment Bill, the ESCOM Social Compact, and the Expropriation Bill, and of course the debates around Section 25. In your perspective as uh, the Federation, um, I mean, how do you see those unfolding, especially, I guess, the last one, the amendment of Section 25? Um, and, and do you see scope, I guess, for any significant reversals or advances? Look, we, we, we think all the progressive uh, uh, policies that we are taking about, and we're taking the view that uh, uh, workers' victories are not permanent. And if you mm. are not pushing hard, they are likely to be reversed. So you look to the question of the nation. I have taken too long, and we had hoped mm. that it's going to be progressing very fast. It has now stopped a little bit in terms of the timelines that we have been set it up. Uh, if you look to now to the Section 25 being I mean, to be amended to give the working class and the poor some kind of uh, living or making living out of the land, good policy discussion. I think there is a resistance both externally. I remember what Trump says about the question of land in South Africa. There are many interesting mm. 
uh, role players involved in this thing. And that's why I wanted to close the rank with uh, ANC as a liberation movement or any other liberation movement to be able to push to them because we can see in the horizon, like many other countries, uh, that you have the first 20 years of democracy being progressive, but gradually mm. the attacks start with the working, start with those that you were together in the trenches. You look to Mozambique, we have done our balances of forces and look to the liberation movement. We have seen some leaders being bribed. We have seen some leaders, those who try to stand up, being killed. I mean, you talk about mm. uh, Patrice Lumumba, Amel Cabral, uh, many of them who just stand in that way. Or you go to the situation of uh, Zimbabwe where you can see uh, the question of sanctions being put and when the, 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 the political leaders are refusing the mo- uh, sometimes mobilization among the people, their anger is being roused and then they create a distance between the two. And eventually it means there's a suffering mm. of, of everybody, including the workers. So, so GS, are, are you suggesting, or, or maybe I, I guess in broad terms, are you suggesting that there's always, I guess in any moment, the possibilities of hijacking or reversal of even the most progressive uh, frameworks in this context that we find ourselves in, uh, I guess with where the liberation movement is in relation to yourselves as working people? How do we explain that uh, liberation movement like the African National Congress can one day say to workers we renege on uh, collective bargaining when in fact the mm. right to collective bargaining is in the Freedom Charter, is in the foundation document of the African mm. National Congress. So when those things come together, they're not going to be giving notice that they are happening, but gradually on a small kind of, uh, without a resistance from us. So remember, there was a huge, what people other call it, the 1996 class project, whose primary mm. objective was to privatize, to privatize the things that we need most, ESCOM. When crisis today on ESCOM, it was not just uh, uh, something that we never thought it. There was a deliberate move by those in government at that time not to invest in ESCOM because mm. people wanted to privatize ESCOM. So we should not maybe lie to ourselves and, and say, look, things are going in that we're the only forces and influencer to the people. There are many role players mm. in the ANC being a, a broad church. We are going to get people there who push for a neoliberal uh, idea. Sure. And you should not be surprised. But for us, the role we need to play is to go in that space, occupy and contest and shape directing to the interest of the working class and the poor. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I guess, GS, um, you know, what for me is quite interesting because that makes for a perfect segue into what the statement talks about in relation to Kosato's political program. Uh, you've made it very clear you're not a gumboots federation, but an organization that links shop floor and community struggles. But you also said in your statement that, um, I guess in response to this issue of supporting the ANC, that uh, as workers, you don't have the luxury to indulge in political abstentionism in the face of deepening class contestations in both the ANC and the state. What do you mean by that? As you, as you know, one of the, 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 of the lads we fought for in the, for the democracy was the right to determine the government or people that you must give them the right to, to rule. So we said... 
in as much as we might be angry of many things, there are people who died for that right for us to be able to exercise the right to vote. So we are not encouraging anybody not to vote. We think we're encouraging people to use their vote rightly in a correct way. And we come to the conclusion that COSATU being a, 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 a trade unions whose membership belong to all political parties, that in the beginning of COSATU, when we first took the decision to support the ANC, what we conducted on was to ask members, irrespective of their political party, I mean, affiliation, which political party, in their views, that get, that they will get a better chance of the workers' right being protected. And mm-hmm. all our people were saying, looking and reading to the history of this early, uh, political party, the party that is closer to us, is the ANC, and therefore we should be voting for the ANC. It does not mean when people come to the ballot box, they may vote for the ANC, because they still have to exercise their right. But as the majority, the indication and the confidence they have, if you read the manifesto, was within the ANC. So we said we are not going to abstain in the politics. We need to engage, because in our view, this is the second or you may say this is another struggle, this is an economic struggle, that the workers having the right to protest, to demonstrate, is a, is a struggle that we must engage on. And we said we wanted to contest that direction, we wanted to be there, and we want to be transformative trade union to talk about these issues. Because if you just consider who has been outspoken about the NHI if you take the trade union, there's nobody else who's talking about it, and everybody hopes one day we're all going to be equal, we're going to go to the private hospital and private schools. Workers don't have that uh, luxury. That's why we must fight and change the shape. That's what we're talking about, that we're not going to abstain. We're going to have a two-pronged strategy. We said we're going to be mobilizing for the ANC, but we're going to mobilize also for the, our rights. That's why... We said it, it mm. may be a confidence that uh, by the time people are going to vote, we'll be on strike ourselves in dealing with If there's no solution, this is a battle we're not going to just surrender on, on an agreement that has been raised because it sets a bad precedent. We're not talking about the Federation negotiating what should be the increase in moving uh, forward. That is the issue of trade unions. That is the issue that will be determined in the, in the right forum, whether it's the I mean, bargaining, uh, council, and etc. But for the past one, we think we all have to put our heads together and defend it. Mm, mm. Maybe a last question from my end, uh, Chies, before we let you go. Um, and I guess it has to do with your political perspective of, of the ANC-led alliance as a vehicle to advance and deepen, uh, you know, the National Democratic Revolution broadly defined. I'm quite interested in your view because it's not an, uh, an, certainly a new thing that Kosatu nor the Communist Party is saying, which is, you know, the alliance must be the center of, I guess, the, the path towards a national democratic revolution. Uh, you continue to make that particular argument, but I guess you make it in a context that is slightly different at this point. Do, do you get a sense that maybe your alliance partners are more partial to that message now than probably they were in the past? 
It's, it's difficult. We, 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 we took a decision in when we go to our Congress, being frustrated on one hand, and we said the best things to secure this alliance and to allow it to work uh, more optimal is to have a, a, a reconfigured alliance so that at some point the powers or the decisions are taken by the joint uh, council, we call it the, that the alliance will be the political center, so that together we can be able to take decision after engagement in a constructive way. The party was also equally frustrated, and it says maybe the time to contest the state power. And we took a decision then that should the reconfigured alliance fail, we should then support the party moving forward because we understood that the national democratic revolution as it stands is the shortest route to socialism. So having an alliance with the ANC, uh, with many people inside, in ourselves was the journey that we are moving together Mm. to improve the life of our people. But eventually, we've got different destinations that we want to reach. It's up to the the SACP. We're saying to, 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 as we speak it now, it seems to us that the party is not ready to contest the election. And therefore, because mm-hmm. we don't want to be uh, absent in the politics, we can't then say we're not going to vote for the ANC, but we don't know who to vote for. So we said at this point in time, we're sticking with the ANC, but there's no guarantee, no permanent guarantee that we can mm-hmm. give it that in future we'll vote for the ANC. It will depend on the risk configured alliance, but it also depends on the performance of the ANC from the previous election to the current one. Sure. General Secretary of COSATU, Pekin Jalinjali, Angbongabab. Thank you very much, Puti. Thank you very much. That there was uh, the General Secretary of Labor Federation, COSATU, Pekin Jalinjali. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess explaining the position of the federation insofar as uh, their support for the uh, ANC in the upcoming local government elections is concerned, but also, I guess, raising issues around the onslaught on on the working class and working class communities, um, as witnessed and evidenced in uh, the composition of public spending, and uh, also, uh, I guess, speaking on the stage set uh, for attentions between the ANC as the employer, one would think, um, and many of the public sector unions here as well. But all of this happening in a, uh, an environment, I guess, of uh, contestation and uh, some uh, semblance of cooperation as we near the upcoming local government elections. What do you make of that?